Everybody, I want to welcome you back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. I am your co-host, Michael Brandvold. I'm flying solo today. Jay is uh, on a conference call this morning, so it's just myself, and, and I'll introduce our special guest in, a, in just a second here. And I want to remind everybody that the Music Biz Weekly Podcast is brought to you by HypeBot.com. So head over to HypeBot.com, and you will be able to get all the latest music industry, music marketing, music news. Um, we've got a special guest joining us today. So I want to welcome Stella Yu to the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. And Thank uh, you. Stella has a, a company called StellaResults.com. Um, but I'm, I want to focus in on one of the areas that you um, your, your company works with. And this is actually pretty exciting to me because I think this is the first time in six years we've ever talked about this topic. <laughs> oh, well, I'm looking forward to the question. That's, I wish there was a drum roll. Drum roll. You know, maybe post-production. Um, one of the things you work with is Wikipedia. Yes. And I, I think Wikipedia goes without saying. Everybody's familiar with what Wikipedia is. Um, but I think there's a, a big unknown as to exactly... How do you use Wikipedia? How do you create it? What can you and can you not do in Wikipedia? And um, I got to be honest, I have not encountered a lot of people who that is something that they do to, as, as a business. And I frankly think there should be a lot more of them out there for as, as big as Wikipedia is. So I want to focus on your experience with, with Wiki. Sounds like a adventure where do we start we start with wikipedia is 17 years old wow that is 17 years old so 2000 so, it started well i don't know somehow i kind of felt like it was older than that it's 17 yeah you'd think it was older but ask gen zers and some millennials and that's all they know is researching on wikipedia they don't even know what a real encyclopedia looks like I, oh, I, I could totally believe that. And, and you know, part of me as, you know, I the old timer, I've been on the Internet since 95. You know, I, I look at Wikipedia and go, it's a huge, incredible, amazing resource. I mean, is it fair to say you got to take everything with a grain of salt that you read on Wikipedia? Everything. Uh, mm, Wikipedia taking it as a grain of salt the answer is no not okay. today not in today's wikipedia today's wikipedia is monitored by about eighty thousand full-time volunteers okay a good percentage of them i'd say like maybe 10 percent of them are just that's what they do all day long wow and we don't know their age we don't know if they have another occupation, but they are occupying their time with cross-checking references, making sure grammar and punctuations in place, uh, removing any vandalism for notable clients that you might represent, uh, notable persons and companies and brands. 
Wikipedia is actually a very um, reputable and credible source and a factoid for your listeners and viewers is that there is a good percentage of federal appeal appellate court judges. Um, and this is from a source that uh, is a law firm that represented a very high profile client. A lot of the federal appellate judges go to Wikipedia to find the sources because they'll look at the references that are on a particular case because it takes so long to actually use a legal database. So they're not looking at reading the court brief or docket. They're looking for the references so that they can actually um, research a little bit more before they make a decision. So I find it fascinating, but it's very, very um, interesting to realize that Wikipedia has grown as a credible source for research, reference, and decision-making. I, I think, you know, and, and maybe taking it with a grain of salt was a little too harsh. Um, I, I don't know. As, as part of an overall research, it's, it's great. But as a sole piece, I mean, is it, I, I guess I, me personally, I would, I would have a little bit if, how do I phrase this right? If I looked at Wikipedia as my sole source of information and mm -hmm. nowhere else, I would mm -hmm. be a little bit concerned only because even though there's 80,000 people monitoring it, anybody sure. can go in and edit a page. And until somebody, until somebody catches it, it might last. It may only last a minute. But, it can, you, you know, you can create an account and go in there and try and edit things. But... Yes, there's processes to catch it all, but it's not like the the people editing are being vetted out. They're being vetted out after the fact. Is that fair to say? Um, and I'm not trying touched, to paint Wiki. You touched I'm on not, a hot I'm, button for me. You touched I'm, on a hot button for me, Michael, and that is, uh, you know, it's a single source. And the answer is no. Nobody sources Wikipedia when you scroll down to the bottom there are references, and those references are typically from third-party sources. So in essence, I'm going to bring up another hot-button word, and that is fake news. How do you know that what you're reading on Wikipedia is genuine, incredible? And that goes back to the reference that looks like a footnote sure. on the a yeah. page. And when you click it, uh, that the whole intent with Wikipedia is to go down an information rabbit hole. So to your point, like anybody can edit it, that actually has an asterisk. Um, it, not anybody can just edit it. You could make a um, an anonymous change to something, but there are round-the-clock bots that check if there's a reference. And you're right, it could be up for like a minute or two, but without that reference, um, it gets bounced out, so it gets deleted. But but I I think, and and we need we need to get back to more how this applies to music. But I just find Wiki fascinating. <laughs> and listen, I love it. And my wife literally just can spend hours, as you say, going yeah. down the Wiki rabbit hole of, oh my God, this is amazing. And and it it it's, I don't know it. 
anything in this world, you can't take a single source as your as your proof, Absolutely. as your reference. And and I guess that's what I'm saying is, you know, I think we've all encountered people who said, you know, you get into a conversation, you go, well, what what was your what's the source for this? Well, I read it on Wiki. No, where did the information on Wiki come from is what I'm more concerned with. Just reading it on Wiki, you know, again, what was the source? Where did the information come from that's on Wiki? Hopefully it was referenced somewhere else that this news agency or this interview or this person, that's what you need to be more right. concerned with is, is, is all of the sources. And to your point of how do you discover fake news, I think that's, you know, you have to spend the time and look at multiple sources and see if they corroborate with each other. And, yeah. and you know, is there only one website posting this article? Well, then it's probably not legitimate if nobody else has ever talked about it. it so I don't want it to sound like I'm, I'm picking on Wiki at all because it is an amazing resource. I just think too many people think it's the only resource you need. Um, so there are, I want to touch upon the difference between a wiki and a Wikipedia. So there are competitors to Wikipedia that are what are known as wikis and wikis are defined as very quick, um, editable databases of content. So there are competitors uh, to Wikipedia. Wikipedia happens to have the most um, memorable as well as most used uh, online source. But I've used other wikis to look up facts and figures. And you touch upon a point that your um, listeners and viewers might be curious about, and that is like, can you really believe the facts and figures on Wikipedia specifically um, because it looks like it's only coming from a single source? So it could be, in this case, a discography. It could be the date of a release of an album. Um, typically with something that's notable, um, notable being that, you know, let's say you hit gold, platinum, double platinum, triple platinum. Um, it would have more than one source and it would have more than billboard being the source. So if you look at facts and figures, Wikipedia, the community is very, very stringent on things like that um, because they know that the, that information is going to be used for decision making. Now, to add to that, make it a little bit more complicated, is that each Wikipedia language has its own Wikipedia community. So English is the largest Wikipedia community, but for example, the British version of Wikipedia is operated and overseen by Wikipedians in England. Not because they use British English in their grammar and punctuation, but because Wikipedia um, as a community recognizes that each local language has people that would want to monitor it and 
us being Americans uh, shouldn't have to um, use our heavy hand on applying um, our style guides and rules to the global community. So, so that, that's another factoid. That, that, that's an interesting point. So bringing this back into, you know, what, what musicians would, would be interested in, in and, and when I say wiki, I'm saying that as shorthand for Wikipedia. Of course. I, I totally course. get what you're saying, that you can go out there and download, you know, free wiki software to install on your WordPress yeah. website and set up your own wiki. But we're, when, when I mention wiki in this show, for everybody's reference, I'm just, it's shorthand for Wikipedia. Um, you know, an artist is going to say, well, I want a wiki page. I need a wiki page for me. And, um, you know, in the past, when I've when I've dealt with this with artists, okay, we go to Wikipedia and we create a page for them. Or there's a page and you start editing it and you fix it up. Mm-hmm. It's, so what you're saying is it's possible that page only exists in the English version. There may not be a page yes. for the artist in, yeah. in Great Britain and there may not be one in Japan. Right. So, um, so does the artist then actually have to... I mean, is there no easy way to create one page that gets disseminated out to all of the languages in Wiki? So I will give you the give you and your audience the 30-second rundown and checklist of what it takes to have a Wikipedia page. Um, you're going to need at least five uh, what they know as high-quality, reliable sources. So it could be from Billboard. It could be from Rolling Stone. It could be from um, New Music News. Um, it could be from the New York Times. Things that are not acceptable are LinkedIn, social media, Facebook, um, IMDB, if you have... Um, musicians who also have a filmography. Anything that is a blog is not acceptable. Even Huffington Post is not considered a reliable source, and it's pretty tough at these days to have enough editors that are removing those links off of Wikipedia articles. Then the second component after you curate all your third-party media articles and mentions about the musician or the band is making sure that there are profiles listed about the the music group, whether it's from, um, again, like another business-related journal that covers the music and music business industry, Um, maybe your membership, Um, with BAM or something like that, that's useful. Uh, Those are going to be their big two buckets for getting a Wikipedia page. That third component is known as notability. Notability is the minimum eligibility that Wikipedia has, and you can look it up on wikipedia.org, is look up notability guidelines, and it gives you the similar rundown that I'm giving you now on what is required to have a Wikipedia page. And is, there's an asterisk is, does, to excuse all me, of this. Real quick, so does notability refer to are you important enough to even have a page? Is that what that means? That's a great way to 
that's a great distinction. Important, uh, I guess that's a loaded word. Wikipedia doesn't call it that, notability. Um, are you relevant to pop culture right. and to like, you know, I'm going to call it the green belt of the United States. Um, and that's why something like Billboard and something like NME or BAM is important because they, the Wikipedian, the, him or herself is actually going to look up that reference and say, oh, okay, um, they're a member of the Recording um, Artist Academy, they're a member of BAM, um, et cetera, et cetera. But there's an ask, overarching asterisk to all of this, and that is you cannot create your own Wikipedia page. Right. Um, in 2015, Wikipedia's um, governing body known as the Wikimedia Foundation updated what's known as their terms of use. So legally, um, you're prohibited from creating your own page. So the question is, well, how does how do they know? How, well, how, uh, how, how, do, how does Wikipedia how do know? know? Um, there are telltale signs. One is your IP address. Two is the style of which the article is written. Um, they have what is known as content flags. And the style, and also the, it's so transparent of how, where, and uh, where a user would edit. If they see one user has been only editing this one page for, let's just say, six months, they they will ask and, and invite that user to join other groups and edit other pages. And if that user uh, doesn't reply back and, like, it continues to only work out on that one page, it's a pretty strong signal that it is what is known as a conflict of interest editor, which is what my role is. I have to disclose I'm getting paid by a client. I have to disclose that client's name and I have to close, disclose my intent. If my intent is to petition a page for a musician and clear their notability, that's what I'm going to declare. I'm going to tell the community, hey, you know what? I'm here to work with this musician. I'm getting paid. Um, we're currently working with their publicist and making sure that they have all those high reliable sources to create the biography um, and the story about this band. So or, qu question, question about the creating it yourself. Mm -hmm. At what point do they, do, does Wiki say you, this is no longer yourself, meaning if a band has a manager and the manager creates it for the band, is that still considered creating it yourself? Yes, yes. And so how far does that separation have to go before they go, this isn't um, so that, And that's, you know, that's what I encourage your audience to take a look at is there, when you look up on wikipedia.org, you look up conflict of interest editor uh, and conflict of interest guidelines, it'll literally explicitly state who would be a conflict of interest editor. Um, and that's to take it back a notch. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're editing themselves, but anybody who's associated, affiliated, related to, um, and paid 
and or paid by a person is known as a conflict of interest editor. And I fall in that category. I fall in the category of, sure, I get paid. B, I advocate and defend this client. It's kind of like being a lawyer. It's like right. You have to disclose, hey, I'm defending this client. And, uh, while in Wikipedia, you'd have to disclose the name of your client. In the legal world, you don't have to. Right. In uh, Wikipedia world, they want you to disclose um, because it's fair to the community and it, it gives the community a chance to help you. There's all these Wikipedia projects called wiki projects, and there's one for music. There's one for folk music. There's one for rock music. Um, and there are people there that are totally willing to help you do that heavy lifting of research help you, guide you on what's in required for putting up that page. So, so you don't have to do it alone. So, so, you know, and I'm just trying to put myself in the position of a small band, an unsigned band, uh, yep. an indie band. Basically what it sounds like is anybody who's professionally associated to you, managers, mm -hmm. booking agents, record labels, publicists, would be a conflict of interest. And that, yes. that, that, that they wouldn't be permitted to create this. So at that point, if, if, if they can't do it, other than taking on a role like you where they have to advocate and, you know, reveal all of this. Right. What is left? Do you basically say, well, I need to just get a fan to do this for me then? Um, that's a really good way that I've um, counseled professional athletes and sports teams is build your fan base, um, host a what is known as an edit-a-thon, um, have them edit Wikipedia pages that are in that music genre uh, to help build the, um, build your fan base's own credibility to advocate for you. So you're saying so edit other pages, not not yours, but go out and within your genre, mm -hmm. folk rock, and help other people in the folk rock community on, yeah. on Wiki and edit their pages and put information in. Yeah, and and here here's the you know the another thing that's good for your audience. You know, since a lot of them are, um, you know, emerging artists, and that is you're not prohibited from presenting a draft of what you think the page should look like, but you cannot publish that, right? So it's really more like inviting the community to help you publish your Wikipedia biography, inviting the Wikipedia community to write a description of the band list, its discography, um, accolades and um, other awards. No tour dates. Sorry. Um, Although I, and, I've, I've seen many wiki pages out there that are tour dates for band um, tours, past tours, yeah. historical. Pa yeah, past tours, but not current tours sure, because it is encyclopedia. Yeah, right. so it, it, it is it, encyclopedia. And it and 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 I think this is a key point. It is not about promoting a new tour. It's not about promoting a new album. It's not about putting an iTunes link in there, a link to Ticketmaster. That's the type of stuff that will immediately get 
flagged? Yes. So I, you know, I follow a lot. I, um, a lot of indie bands and both locally and internationally. And I watch for when what is known as new article creation occurs and they're trying to post, you know, their own Wikipedia article. And I just like to typically go out and ask them, like, why do you want a Wikipedia article? Do you want it for search engine optimization? Do you want it for credibility? Do you want it for promotion? And if they can't honestly answer that, I always tell them, like, you don't want a Wikipedia page because it's it automatically diverts traffic away from where you want your fans to be. You want your fans visiting the band site. You want your fans like going to your YouTube channel. You want your fans to, you know, download your music. The last place you actually want your fans to get distracted is to go to Wikipedia. The only reason why if Wikipedia is like Las Vegas, for musicians, really, because that's a place where you read about your past. And it's a lot of responsibility to, and it creates a lot of anxiety for a lot of notable people that the Wikipedia page even exists because they don't have quote unquote control. Well, yeah, you're, you're exactly right there. I mean, I've dealt with many clients who are just frustrated that it doesn't paint me in the light that I want to be painted in. And, 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 you know, that's the challenge is, is, is informing people. This isn't a, this isn't a press release. You can't, you can't paint. It's got to be very objective. It's very factual. It's very dry. Um, You know, yeah, that information that's on your wiki page, you might not like it, because it was something unfortunate that happened in your career, but it Mm -hmm. happened and it was factual and it's going to stay up there, whether you like it or not. Um, It, it's not, uh, you know, one thing I will say is I've, I've encountered clients that from a, an SEO traffic standpoint, get an okay amount of traffic from wiki pages to their official website, because you, you are permitted to put like one link, in there to an official website and they will get a decent amount of incoming traffic i think you know what 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 i'm hearing from you though is if you've got a strong wiki page and a strong website and youtube and everything else and somebody googles your name that wiki page is going to be on page one and it might be above your official website and and that's that's what you've got to keep in mind is that wiki page is another might might take somebody away from a search result to go to the wiki page right. and then come in a backdoor sort of way back to your website. Right. But, you know, I have seen, you know, okay amounts of traffic coming in from wiki pages, especially if they're long established wiki pages. Right. And that, to your point about Wikipedia providing a trickle of referral traffic to official websites and because Wikipedia allows for what is known as an external link to an official site, um, it's as a consultant, it's very risky to have a Wikipedia page, even if you're a big corporation 
and or a famous musician because if we aren't consistently publishing on our official website, Wikipedia will outrank the official website. Exactly. And there's no guarantee and it's even more difficult to um, suppress Wikipedia below. Uh, if it's ranking number one, it's pretty difficult to suppress it past number one. Um, and if you want to rank number one with your own official website, then it's a lot of publishing, a lot of updates, um, you know, adding new content, adding new links, uh, and that's what Google will pick up on. But the reason why a, in your case, you brought up the example, if a client has a Wikipedia page that ranks number one, um, that's two parts. One, Google, uh, has Wikipedia in the database as being a trusted site. Number two, Wikipedia publishes every second, mm -hmm. if not microseconds. So it's going to be super tough. And again, I really encourage your audience to really think about what is the intent, the intent to, you know, get more um, search engine optimization let's work on the blog, let's work on adding more music, let's work on adding more video. Um, if it is to set the record straight, um, let's work on getting, um, let's work on writing to a lot of the media, doing opt-ed pieces for um, the blog versions of Rolling Stone and the blog versions of Hollywood Reporter and Variety. Um, they allow for that and let's work on that as being uh, the way to set the record straight. But Wikipedia is definitely not the place to do that. Yeah, I, I, th I think your point is very valid in that you really need to think about if you don't have a wiki page, you need to think about do you really want a wiki page? Because, again, you are you're opening up a lot of stuff that you do not have ultimate control of right. day in and day out and right. factual real content can be added to a wiki page that you may not like and you can't just go in there and delete it because you don't like it. Absolutely. So you touch on a very, very hot topic with all my clients and that is if there is negative content on Wikipedia, can't go in there and delete it. I, I currently have a client right now that we're taking at least at least six months to petition to different Wikipedians that this is an inaccuracy about a particular CEO. And you get pushback, like, come and prove it, that's an inaccuracy. And you know, citing that it's coming from Reuters doesn't necessarily mean it's not um, biased reporting. I, so right. it's very difficult to push back and petition and challenge something if it is reported as being um, negative. Uh, not necessarily defamatory, but negative. And in our case, if we are representing um, emerging artists or emerging athletes or um, executives, 
we want to ensure that we're setting the expectations uh, correctly by saying that right now the our career trajectory looks positive um, when there is an instance of an unexpected crisis or we hit rock bottom, are we prepared for that to be on our legacy? Exactly. And, and it will, it will live forever on wiki and, you know, it lives forever on the internet, but it will live forever on wiki. Um, so the, the, you know, this is fascinating. We've already been talking for a half hour and this could easily go for an hour, but I've got one more question. So, if you're an artist who there already is a wiki page, stale, old, somebody else created it, what's the best way to approach? Because now it is there, so maybe it is in your best interest to try and at least update it. Maybe it was last updated five years ago and it's missed out on a lot of important achievements in your career. How do you go about the best way of, I don't know, claiming, updating, getting a, a, an old wiki page fixed up? Um, so what, is, what are the top five things that a artist or a band can do to update their Wikipedia page are the following. One is... Click on the talk page of your existing Wikipedia article and post that you're a member or affiliated with the band or the artist and you want to help improve it. Anybody willing to help and collaborate. Make it an open invitation. Open Number invitation within the wiki community. Yeah. Okay. On this specific talk page, uh, there, when you go to any Wikipedia article, there's a tab known as talk. And that's a, call it a open stage for someone to pick up their little mic and say, hey, I need help. Can somebody help update this Wikipedia article? I have all the media clippings. Somebody give me the guidance. Help me. So, and, and do the same rules apply in that you have an existing page? You can't update your own existing page. Correct. So, is it? Is it um, acceptable for an artist to go to that talk page, do what you said, but then come back to their website or Facebook community and say, hey, fans, will you go to yeah. my talk page and will you guys jump in and do this? So there's nothing wrong with publicly recruiting right. outsiders to come in and work on your wiki page. Yeah. So going back to the top five things is one posts on the Wikipedia talk page of your band page. Uh, number two, go on your existing social media and inquire if you have any Wikipedia nerds that are willing to help, you know, correct the page. Uh, number three is let's go ahead and curate the media clippings, those URLs, those photos, those images, let's curate those. And number four is donate those images. Uh, do you have images of like band pictures? Do you have um, video from, it can be from a mobile phone. I will say Wikipedia's Kodak is not that great. 
but you can upload video onto a Wikipedia article. Um, but that number four piece, which is curating your media clippings, curating your photos, is critical because the Wikipedians are volunteers. They don't know where to find it. They don't even have access to you. They don't even know how to contact you. Right. Um, so if you have a chance to invite them, they're totally willing to do it and they're totally willing to help because the images help tell the story. And those images um, are going to also be accessible on Wikimedia Commons, which is separate from Wikipedia. And there, those images are accessible to the internet and the media to find archived photos about the band and such. That's different than even your own band website because that could change too. Um, but as you said earlier, Michael, Wikipedia um, has a immortality that helps tell the story about a person or a band. Um, and the last of the five things that a musician or band can do to improve um, ethically improve their own Wikipedia article is to uh, put their Wikipedia article link on the band website. Um, that's what, what people will see um, as an open invitation to be curious about it. And then the hope is that the fan base is curious enough to find out more about, gosh, you know, this page is so outdated, you know, right. Let me just, you know, even anonymously edit as a fan and that's acceptable. This is, this is fascinating. I mean, you know, it's, it just seems like this, this level of discussion of wiki just is not readily available out there. You know, I, I don't know. I've I've encountered so many bands and clients that just know this much about Wiki, and they want to know more. And there's, you know, going into Wiki, um, I will say it's it can be a little intimidating the first time you go into Wiki and say, "All right, I want to create something or I want to edit something," and there's codes and there's this. And, you know, hmm. it's it it can be a little intimidating to people who are not familiar with it, haven't That's, lived with it. You make a very great point. Wikipedia, the community, and Wikipedia, the product, can be intimidating. Uh, the every month in San Francisco, the Wikimedia Foundation hosts a Wiki meetup, and it's called Wiki Salon. And anybody could go in and they have um, tutors there and mentors to help um, newbies use Wikipedia and how to navigate around the community. And one big thing that Wikipedia um, and the Wikimedia Foundation have put a lot of work and time into is what's known as a visual editor. So... 
three years ago, you needed to know how to use wiki markup language. Yeah, I remember that. And I was just like, oh, I went through HTML code. I don't want to go back to this again. <laughs> I'm like, three years, three years ago, I'm like, why are we still working in code? Isn't there an application that just puts a nice front end to this? Right. So three years ago, they launched the visual editor and it just gets better and better. Now you can um, take content that you might have created in a Google Doc and paste it. Or if in this case, if a fan is helping to improve an existing Wikipedia article, they can actually click live on the Wikipedia article and it edit right from there. Awesome. I mean, this is great here. I mean, I encourage everybody to at least think about what Wiki is in your online strategy. You know, do you need it? Is there a page out there that needs to be fixed up? Go take a look. You'd be surprised how many artists don't even realize there's a Wiki page out there that is so messed up that go, go, recruit these people and have them at least update it with the last five albums you've released and mm -hmm. the awards you've made and stuff like that. Um, Cause I will also say from my side, you know, when I'm looking at artists, uh, you know, I will go to the wiki page as well as their website and Facebook and I'll look at what's on there and go, okay, how active are they? What have they been doing? What are their achievements? What have they accomplished? If the wiki page is dead, that kind of implies the artist is dead. Right, right. And speaking of artists who've passed, um, Prince broke the internet and broke Wikipedia when he passed. Um, and when he did that, it became the number one most edited Wikipedia page and the most trafficked Wikipedia page in Wikipedia's history. Wow. You know, curious, I mean, what were people beyond wanting to be the person who edited the date he passed away, what else would they be wanting to edit? Um, so there's, he had such a great, um, I don't know if it was a media team or he had really great management, but Prince's uh, media archives over the course of his career is so vast that when they updated his when the community updated his wikipedia page um they added little factoids that weren't there before um and from a visit perspective and, and by the way when you're on a wikipedia page and somebody's on it and they're editing at the moment that you're looking at a page there's a live banner at the bottom that says somebody's editing this page right now mm, okay so um, to touch upon your question about, you know, what was in Prince's life that made him so significant to break Wikipedia and what drove people to visit his page and edit his page is really credited to his media team. Um, and all the, which if you go there now, all the links are clean. Um, the reference links are well formatted. 
Um, it's and as you said, if you take a look at another artist page and it's not up to date, um, it says a lot about how you earlier said is how do they integrate Wikipedia in their, um, you know, their reputation and brand management and also their fan engagement. Uh, Wikipedia is huge with athletes and huge with sports teams. Um, in the music world, it's it depends on the artist and how visible they are in the public. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, I mentioned at the top of the show, but if people want to reach out to you because they've got business questions, I mean, you know, they need help with this. Where can people find you on the Internet? They can find Stella at StellarResults.com. That's www.stellaresults.com. And they can call. It's actually easier to call. <laughs> I don't know who uses the phone anymore, but you can call and text um, 415 -690 -7827. And, you know, I, I don't necessarily need, I, I'm not asking you to reveal rates and stuff like this, but do you work with big and small clients? I mean, can you kind of manage all ranges of budgets that people yeah. can? Yeah, so um, I have, that's a really great question on what Stella Results offers. Uh, we have a range of services that start with training. Uh, if an artist is emerging and and it could be also an, an executive that's, you know, willing to put in their investment toward their professional brand and their personal brand. Um, the training component might be a very good um, first step. And it goes all the way up to the Fortune 100. Um, and that can be, you know, a few hundred thousand right, dollars right, a right, year right. as a retainer. But I always encourage startups and companies and individuals who come to me and say, oh, we want a Wikipedia page. Always ask yourself, do you really want to open up that can of worms? Do you have time and do you have the thick skin to deal with when that negative media pops up about you and it ends up on the Wikipedia page? If the answer is no, let's hold off and I will you know, recommend and counsel on where we can shift those resources and time, media time, uh, so that you control that message. On Wikipedia, sorry, folks, you can't control the message. Well, and, and, and I think, you know, back to the very beginning of the show, that's the unique thing about Wiki is you don't control it. There's a community. Basically, the entire Internet community could come in and edit and submit something on your page mm -hmm. and you have no idea who it is you have no idea their intentions okay. you have no idea what's going on no one's going to give it to you and say do you approve this submission on my on your wiki right. page right if it's found to be accurate and factual it's there yep so stella again this was fascinating thank you so much for kind of shining the light on the wikipedia world for everybody um you know, I I bet you're going to get some questions from people here because I just know Wiki is one of those areas that people are just lost. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. It really is. It, you know, you look at it and you go, 
Oh, it's very easy. I just log in and I put in what I want. Well, that's that's not it by any means. It's not that easy. Well, Wikipedia is magic because it stays forever. Uh, Wikipedia is a mystery because it's hard to determine, like, where does that magic come from? Right. Um, but at the end of the day, we have to recognize um, the four big things about Wikipedia. One is that it's search engine optimized. Google trusts it. Uh, number two, um, when you ask a digital assistant like Siri, Cortana, um, Amazon Echo, and Google Home, uh, it cites Wikipedia. So if you ask who is artist name, it cites Wikipedia. You think it would go to your personal website, but it doesn't. Um, number four is that uh, Wikipedia is overseen and monitored by a community of volunteers. They don't have to work on your deadline. They right. are. They don't have to like own. you. They don't even have they to don't like even you. Have to like you. You're <laughs> absolutely right. And the last um, important piece that's important for all of us to recognize is that Wikipedia is a nonprofit. And if you um, really take into consideration that they operate on a very, very lean budget, then you learn to appreciate why it's a dysfunctional, um, leaderless mess. <laughs> you you understand what you're working with once you realize that. Right. This right. was again. Thank you so much, Stella. This was this was thank fascinating, fascinating. I want to thank Stella for uh, joining us on the Music Biz Weekly podcast. I just found that conversation so fascinating. Uh, Wiki is just something we're all aware of, but I'm not sure we all understand it completely. And she really helped paint a um, great picture of what the, the wiki world is like. And uh, I know there's, there's gonna, we're gonna do something in the future with Stella related to wiki. Um, I want to throw out, uh, and you need help with your online strategy tip here. So this one's real short, simple, and probably seems obvious to a lot of people, but I think we've all encountered this. If your new album is being released only in Europe or one specific territory in the world, and then on release day it appears worldwide, you need help with your online strategy. And that means it's still possible to sit here and say, I'm going to release an album only in Germany, and that it should only be able to be purchased in Germany. But if on release day it shows up in every iTunes store around the world, your strategy needs some work because you're not prepared to promote this worldwide. You were only thinking of Germany. So you need to make sure everybody understands where an album should be released, when it's released, who's responsible for that, and you need to double check before and after. You can double check before the release, but still check it the day of release and go, gee, can I only buy it in Germany? Is it available in the US when it's not supposed to be? Somebody set it up wrong if that's the case. Your distributor needs to fix that problem. Seems like a minor issue, but I've encountered it a number of times as a fan where I'm just like, 
gee, I didn't think I was supposed to be able to buy that album, but I'm buying it anyway. Um, so there you go. Music Biz Weekly Podcast. Jay's out working with some clients this week. We will both be back next week. And that's it. Thanks, everyone.